0: Welcome to the Black Sparrow Media Internet Broadcast Network.
1: You're listening to Linux in the Hound Shack. LHS is a podcast about Linux, open source, and amateur radio for everyone. Now here are your hosts, Russ, K5TUX, Cheryl, W5MOO, and Bill, NE4RD.
2: Well, hello there and welcome everybody. You have tuned in to episode number 258 of Linux in the Hamshack. This is the weekender where we bring you a couple of weeks worth of useful information for your open source amateur radio and hedonistic lifestyle. So, uh, that being the case on this, the most terrific amateur radio podcast on the internet, we're just going to jump right into it and talk about some amateur radio contests that are coming up over the next
3: fortnight trigger. So, uh, <laughs> Bill, you want to cover these? Yeah, sure. uh, This weekend, we have, of course, the big ARRL sweepstakes contest. This is the single sideband edition. It starts uh, 2100 Zulu on November 17th and runs through 300 Zulu on November 19th. And, of course, this is the contest. If you love long exchanges, this is the one that won't leave you uh, wanting any more to send. You have to send a serial number, a precedence, your call sign, a check, and your section. So get all the sections and have a clean sweep including Nanavut up there (laughs) (laughs) and uh, have fun on this contest. Uh, The the CW one was, uh, was uh, pretty, uh, pretty busy from what I hear. I I wasn't on, of course Uh, I'm still slightly paralyzed with the coax disconnected. So I'll, I'll have to connect up. Maybe, maybe just maybe. (laughs) All right. And (laughs) before
2: you go on, before you go on for any more, I I always forget that we do two of these back to back. So we're kind of breaking the fourth wall here. Um, But, I forget when we're doing the second one to do the intro part. (laughs) So let's do that now. And I'll just say that I'm the host, Russ, K5TUX.
0: I'm Cheryl, W5MOO.
2: And I'm Bill, NE4RD. All right, cool. Now we can just go (laughs) move on since we... So we're going to
0: move that around. (laughs) Oh, no, the hell with it. It's going to stay right
2: where it is.
3: (laughs) And we don't know what we're doing here.
2: And,
0: and, yeah, obviously nobody knows who the hell we are, so... That's that's right.
3: No, yeah, just in case you're joining us for the very first
2: time. Right. And, see, that's the part I actually forget. I mean, that is kind of important if somebody happened to tune in episode 258 for the first time. So what
0: am I supposed to do, kick you under the table next time? Yeah, like (laughs) wave at me or something
2: something just let me know that i screwed up i'll
0: I'll hold up i'll just get a little (laughs) sign put on a handle and hold introduction in these ways or something
3: (laughs) whatever it takes there you go
2: all right Uh, all right
0: what else we
3: got coming up bill well along with the sweepstakes going on this weekend we have three contests running on the the top band 160 meters we have the all austrian 160 meter contest that's running 1600 zulus november 17th to 700 zulu uh november 18th we have the REF uh, 160 meter contest that's running 1700 Zulu uh, November 17th to uh, 0100 Zulu November 18th. And finally we have the RSGB second uh, 1.8 megahertz contest and that is CW only. And that's running from 1900 Zulu to 2300 Zulu November 17th. So that's more, uh, it's a little shorter four hour window there. Uh, so it, uh, yeah, it's, it's the weekend of 160 meters and sweep. So, uh, You know, if you have the the big band uh, or top band antennas and can work some DX with it, uh, point your your antenna, (laughs) if you can point it, (laughs) out towards uh, Europe and uh, work those guys over in Europe on 160. All right. Very good.
2: I I don't have a 160-meter antenna, but I can load up my 80-meter antenna on it and actually make contacts with it. Yeah, that'll work. It will. And I'm not using a whole lot of power when I do that, but it can be done. and jim in the chat room also mentioned on november 16th through the 18th i don't have dates here but there's the asia pacific dx convention going on so a link to that will also be in the show notes and what were you going to say that's november
3: 16th through the 18th yes sweet did i say that or did i mess it
0: up no you
2: said that oh Oh, you did okay (laughs) i thought you said you didn't have the dates (laughs) no i I didn't have the times
0: yeah he had (laughs) I think he said, I don't have the dates, but he said the 16th. I, I meant to say, days, I don't so. have the
2: times. You see how oh. professional we are here today?
3: <laughs> it is the Weekender, so we're not quite
0: uh, that's, with that's it. That's true. Yeah, there you
3: go. All right. So, context n- or
2: contexts, boy, it's just going. I told you it was going to fall apart. <laughs> but, uh, what? I
0: leave for one episode, and I know, and everything, everything comes crashing down. So, see, that's the reason why you keep me around. I'm going to call
2: you Trump from now on. Okay. Do you want to do the contest next weekend?
0: (laughs) Enjoy sleeping out
2: in the snow tonight. (laughs) I was just I was making an allegory to things crashing down. That's all.
0: Oh yeah. Whatever. (laughs) So who were you talking to, me or Bill?
2: Uh, I was talking to you, but oh. I guess you don't, you're not in the etherpad, are you? So we're just going to have to. I'm oh, you not? are in the ethernet. All right. Context next weekend. That's what I said. All right. Just All
0: checking. Right. All right. So did you say context again? I probably did. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Let me have another <laughs> All drink. Right. All right. You do that. So uh, <laughs> l- let's try this a little easier and watch me screw it up. Contests next weekend. Uh, the first one is the CQ and wow!
3: Oh,
2: hey, hey, yeah, there we go. (laughs) All good
0: now. (laughs) The CQ Worldwide DX contest, CW only, uh, zero hundred Zulu November twenty fourth to twenty four hundred Zulu on November twenty fifth. This contest is for amateurs around the world to contact as many other amateurs in as many CQ zones and countries as possible. So know your CQ zone.
2: Do you know what your CQ zone is? I know you don't. What's yours, Bill? I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm in CQ zone three. I always have to Uh, look it up. (laughs) I think I'm three. I think I'm um, four.
0: I have no clue. Yeah, I know you
2: have no clue. You have never worked CW and never will, so it's okay.
0: No, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, somebody asked me about shorthand on Facebook yesterday, and I still remember it there you go yeah so there you go yeah i don't i don't need to know you know morse code i know shorthand yep. okay so anyway um and the next one is for the AWRL eme contest zero hundred zulu november 24th to 2359 zulu on the 25th uh it's a double eme contest that so we're talking about do-able. a few do-able. weeks ago doable oh doable sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry.
2: Well, it guess. looks like double i i understand okay. yeah, up,
0: yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, here, let me zoom in a little bit on that.
2: Bill, Bill <laughs> decided to put the word doable in just to screw with us. Yeah, well, yes, he yeah, exactly. did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't been drinking. Maybe I need to be drinking. Maybe you need <laughs> to be drinking. Yeah. I'm going to ask
2: you when you get to this. There's a test at the end of the story, so go for it.
0: <laughs> so here's the doable EME contest that we were talking about a few weeks ago. 50 megahertz to 1.2 gigahertz. A Run all mode to use digital modes, such as the JT modes. Or run CW only for Morse. Either way, have fun.
2: Okay, so here's the test. What's EME mean?
0: um it's electromagnetic (laughs) no no no
2: no (laughs) two of the letters are the same word two yeah the e's are the same word it's it's another it's the official way of saying moon bounce so what's eme
0: i haven't had anything to drink yet come on
2: this ham radio operator what's (laughs) eme i have no clue earth (laughs) moon earth earth Earth, moon moon earth earth. okay (laughs) thank
0: you thank you bill for saving my butt there (laughs) Yeah, this yeah. while you guys were doing the first podcast, I was on the phone fighting with somebody that I've been fighting with for three days. Nice,
2: nice.
3: <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, this one's definitely doable with a, you know with the JT modes nowadays and a single beam. You could you could possibly work some EME. So uh, if you've been wanting to try it with uh, you know out having to schedule something, this is probably your opportunity to uh, give it a whirl.
2: All right. Fantastic. Maybe I'll have to build myself a little, uh, circularly polarized six meter antenna. And- no, it doesn't have to be circular. <laughs> oh, that's right. It doesn't have to be circular. This isn't satellites. Yep, so, just uh, a beam. Yeah, yeah, just a horizontal beam, point at the moon, see what happens.
0: Yeah. You yep. wait out there through that snow and get that done right now.
2: Yep. <clears throat> All right. Cool. So, uh, we have a special event coming up, which is the OP zero PPY, which will commemorate the end of World War one. Uh, members of the Opwagiski Radio Amateurs, O-R-A, which is a lot easier than the other thing, uh, together with the Royal Circle of Friends will commemorate the end of the First World War in Upwick or Opwik. It's Opwik, probably, right? Because it's, like, somewhere in Belgium, I would imagine. Uh, what's OP? What's the call? What's the call prefix OP? Come on, chat room, help us out. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing Belgium. Okay. Yeah, yes. Belgium, yeah. <laughs> right. So so it would be uh so it would be Upwike. So let me start that again. Members of the Upwikes uh radio amateur, ORA, together with the Royal Circle of Friends, will commemorate the end of the first world war in Upwike. From November twelfth to November seventeenth, the Upwike Radio Amateurs will transmit in the afternoons with the call sign OP zero ppy or oh, poppy. O poppy. There you go.
0: <laughs> I like the uh, O poppy better. So Yeah.
2: Well, Oscar Papa Zero, Papa Papa Yankee or Opappy. Opappy. Oh, I think Opappy. That's ugly
3: on CW. <laughs> yeah, that is
2: super ugly on CW. <laughs> <laughs> Not a call you would sign up for. <laughs> right, right. All right. So anyway, that will be in the show notes, the link to that. And uh, check it out if you want to get a QSL card from OP0PPY. It's actually kind of a cool call sign, though. Just don't do it on CW. I don't. It doesn't say what modes they're going to be operating on or anything. I, I guess you'll just have to check the link for information of that just, kind. I was
0: just looking at it.
2: Well, while uh, you dig that up, let me do this quick announcement, and then we can come back to it. Okay. So uh, the next episode that we're going to be doing, episode number 259, is our deep dive episode. But we wanted to let everyone know that the interview that we did on this deep dive episode has already been recorded. It will be airing in our normal time slot at 8 p.m. next Monday, but we will not actually be live. It will just be on the stream pre recorded. So you can tune in if you want or just wait for it to come out. Um, but there will be an episode just like normal, uh, but there won't be any interaction from us because it's a pre recorded episode. It is a really, really good one, though. Um, do you want to divulge what it's about or just want to let everybody hang?
0: I would like make everybody hang.
2: <laughs> you <gotta> let- <laughs> Okay, you heard it from the horse's mouth. We're going to let it hang. It's so, a really good interview though. So, yes, we'll it, it is a very, very good interview. So, you want to be there for that and if you don't catch it live, uh well, live to tape or whatever you want to call it. Um it's actually Memorex this time. Uh then, you know, just catch it when it comes out on next Tuesday. So, there you go. All right, so did you find out uh, modes and times for OP0PPY? Um, well,
0: no because things things seem a little weird with this. Um, when I go to their website, it says in commemoration of the 100th anniversary of World War I, the UBA received authority from the BIPT for all Belgian radio amateurs to use a special OP prefix instead of the usual ON prefix during the month of November 2015, 16, 17, and 18. In this connection, the UBA is happy to remind you of the UBA 1418 award. Details can be found here. So when I click there, um, It basically says that they're issuing a Remembrance Award. I'm gathering for contacts between the 1st of August 2014 and the end of November 2018. And you have to have 1,418 points. And if you, you know, special event stations with certain prefixes get so many points, blah, 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 blah. It does say there's no band or mode restrictions. But contacts via terrestrial repeaters, Echolink, etc. are not accepted. Every station uh, may be accounted for only once in the award application. There is an endorsement available if you collect the 1,418 points in one calendar year. Five of these endorsements are available 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18. The award is free, only available in digital form. Send your log in TXT format to a website.
2: I'm not sure that's helpful, but...
0: No, I th- there, but there's nothing.
2: Yeah, it's out there in the world. We got, I've got links the world, to the information, yeah. or at least the stuff I found. So, you know, check it out.
0: Wait, when you click on your link, that's where it takes you with yeah. other links. Those
2: are the that links that it. were in the thing that I found. So, right. hopefully, it's useful in some way. Uh, you got a few days to figure it out anyway. Well, actually, you kind of don't. It's already started. But it's already
0: started, yeah. Yeah,
2: it goes through the whole week, though. So, a month.
0: month. A month, right. Yeah. Yes. So,
2: there you go. All right. So, uh, we did, we did the announcement and then I, uh, have a Linux in the ham shack ham radio challenge for this fortnight. And that was to make at least two JS eight call contests. I think there's a QSO party coming up or going on currently.
0: Contacts, not contests.
2: Oh, did I say contests? Yes, you did. Uh, That's because we're talking about contests too much.
0: <laughs> blame bill it's anyway
2: so fault. i think there's a qso party uh at least coming up it might actually be ongoing at the time that this comes out but jsa call new mode so my challenge is to make two jsa call contacts not contests uh each consisting of more than a signal report so let's not make this FTA, people. <laughs> <All> right <laughs> So, Bill, we're going to jump on to open source topics for tonight. And what is our... You actually picked the distro to try for tonight. So,
3: uh, what is it? It's GhostBSD. The hell you say? The hell you say. (laughs) 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 Yeah, GhostBSD is a simple user-friendly operating system based on the legendary security and stability of FreeBSD operating system. Within the BSD community, FreeBSD itself is renowned for being exceptionally stable, robust, and lacking in ham radio software. Oh, wait, that wasn't even in there. Sorry. (laughs) Um, However, FreeBSD is aiming at servers, routers, and storage appliances, and is also considered to be beyond the reach of those who lack technical expertise required to use it. So, there you go. Uh, They have the latest build is out, uh, dubbed 18.10, with these changes, which I'm not sure if this is good or bad. Uh, The GhostBSD is now built from TrueOS instead of uh, FreeBSD, and I know in the past, uh, I've tried TrueOS, and for some reason i've never been able to actually get it on hardware <laughs> so uh hopefully that doesn't mean uh, bad things for uh for ghost bsd i haven't tried putting it on hardware yet but i have run it in a vm and it's uh, it's quite nice uh other features include uh, openrc for its uh, init system libra libra ssl for the default ssl uh can now be upgraded uh to the next release via the true os packages uh, they remove grub from the iso in favor of the new FreeBSD hybrid hybrid loader uh, the network manager now supports the option to manage multiple network card connections. Uh, union FS was removed from the live session. Uh, let's see, uh, anything else here? Good, uh, supports, uh, ghost BSD supports ZFS BE by default. So if you like ZFS, go ahead and, uh, do that. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, give it a try. They even have the latest, uh, Nvidia graphics driver on there should, uh, should you be actually be able to game with it? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, give it a try it, it looks pretty slick uh the, i believe it still has the mate uh mate uh ui for uh, the uh, desktop environment so uh it, it is pretty slick and clean looking um yeah if you get it running on bare metal uh give us some feedback on that
2: all right very cool i haven't tried bsd in a little while i have to run bsd for one thing that i do sort of esoteric around here but that is actually net bsd not free bsd and that's uh yeah, it's a whole different animal thing drives me crazy all the time. But anyway, uh, so ghost BSD, give it a try. It's not Linux, but it's a distro. Uh, so moving on, we have some events coming up in the open source world. The first one is DevOps days Galway. And where would that be? That would be in Galway in Ireland. Uh, that's from the 19th through the 20th of this year and this month. <laughs> uh, What's that? (laughs) Very Very good. good. Very good. Yes. Uh, DevOps Days is a self organizing, community driven conference for DevOps practitioners where we want to share and refine agile DevOps techniques in an interactive and engaging way. The Galway DevOps community is particularly driven and well placed to progress DevOps practices, having a rich mix of startup to enterprise technology companies, including many top tier. So if you happen to be in Ireland, or can get to Ireland on the nineteenth or the twentieth of November. Uh, check out DevOps Days. link will be in the show notes.
0: No, you're not going.
2: Uh, didn't figure <laughs> I was, but <coughs> anyway, yeah. you want to hit the next one, Cheryl? Sure. Okay.
0: So the next one is DataSciCon It's in Atlanta, Georgia, uh no, yeah, United States, obviously. Uh, November twenty eighth through the thirtieth. DataSyCon.Tech is a unique three-day conference bringing together the brightest minds focused on data science, data analytics, machine learning, and big data. Uh, data visual- visual- visualization. Wow. And deep learning. <clears throat> there will be full-day workshops followed by two days with deep dive content and four tracks.
2: All right. The link, of course, will be in the show notes. And that one's actually in this country, i.e. America. So if you're in America, you could check that one out. Uh, I have uh, written up a Linux and Ham shack open source challenge for this couple of weeks, and that would be to write a bash script of at least ten lines that includes a function definition so maybe uh stretch your knowledge of the bash programming shell and uh create a function because it can do functions it can do lots and lots of stuff it's actually a pretty powerful language, even though it's a shell, so there you go, it's kind of like emacs, but it's not not as bloated yet. <laughs> It it can't do AI or turn on your toaster like Emacs can. All right. So moving on from amateur radio and open source topics, we're going to dive right into hedonism, our favorite part of the show. And the first thing we're going to discuss is Cheryl's Recipe Corner because we love the food. Do we? We do.
0: Well, I don't know. You ate it. I did.
2: I told you they were good. Okay. So So, we're going to find out what I just
0: ate. Yeah, we're going to find out what you just ate. So the recipe for this week is for bacon, cheddar, deviled, uh, deviled eggs. And for that, you need a dozen eggs, a half a cup of mayonnaise, a half cup of real bacon bits, two tablespoons of finely shredded cheddar cheese, a tablespoon of mustard and dill weed garlic powder, salt and pepper to taste. Um, And you boil your eggs, pop the yolks out, mix them with uh, your mayonnaise and your mustard and all your spices and stir that very well and then fill your eggs back up and garnish with smoked paprika if you've got it if not regular paprika will work uh some bacon bits some cheese and some green onions that have been finely diced and these so,
2: were very finely diced were they good they were outstanding okay yeah and i like hard-boiled eggs in small quantities but these were very very good probably the best deviled eggs i've ever had actually wow most people don't put all this extra stuff in there yeah but um these were really good have to say so if you're a fan of deviled eggs in the first place, you should probably try these because I'll bet you'll think they're better.
0: So do you think they were better with the smoked paprika or would they have been better with regular paprika?
2: I would probably have to try them back to Both back days. to okay. find out.
0: Well, next time I'll do that.
2: So there you go. All, All right, right, very good. So we're going to move on to my drink corner for tonight, and I'm going to be reviewing Mictor's US1 Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, according to Mictor's, the US1's kentucky straight bourbon is made from a carefully selected mash bill that features the highest quality american corn it is then matured to the peak of perfection truly small batch quote unquote each batch of our us-1 kentucky straight bourbon is batched in a holding tank size to fit a maximum of 20 full barrels leaving no margin for blending out imperfection and thus necessitating excellence from every barrel Reflecting the spirit of the bluegrass state, Michter's US One Kentucky Straight Bourbon is nuanced, mellow, and earthy. I love the marketing speak. Anyway, <laughs> so um, I have a bottle here of uh, Michter's bourbon that I have been sampling. Um, it apparently is too much. Yes, apparently way, way <laughs> yeah. too much. But it's okay. It, it's uh. Anyway, we'll get to it. Uh, it's forty-five point seven percent, which is ninety-one point four proof. It uh, comes from Kentucky, of course. The color is what I would call either a burnished gold or a light amber. That's actually a very nice color. Uh, the nose on it is interesting, but there's a specific caveat. You must let this bourbon breathe. Whatever you do, don't pour it into a glass and stick your nose in it. Because all you're going to get is alcohol. Just pure, like, acetone. <laughs> um <laughs> I, I actually recommend pouring this into like a Glen Cairn or, you know, a short Collins glass or something and letting it sit a good 15 to 20 minutes. It really needs to breathe before you get into it. Because if you don't, you're going to hate it. But if you do, you're going to like it. Uh, the nose on it, once you let, once you let it breathe a little and get past all that, that alcoholiness, uh, first thing that hits you is new oak. Not like charred oak, but the actual new oak like the wood. Uh, You get cereal grain. It's very light, though. There's not a lot of rye in the mash bill, if there's any at all. I would suspect there's probably not any at all. You get the corn sweetness. You get the essence of raisins. You get apple, like sour apple, caramel. And at the very end, if you're doing it right, a little cocoa powder, which is really interesting. I mean, that didn't show up in any of the notes I saw from any of the other reviewers. But to me, it was very distinct, dry cocoa powder. So on the taste, you get mostly the same kind of stuff in different arrangement. Uh, it's slightly astringent. It gives you the essence of having been aged for a short time. It's, it feels young when you drink. It. Uh, but you get corn, the corn sweetness. You get clove honey, vanilla, caramel, and again, the uncharred oak, just the, the essence of oak wood. And then as you let it sit on your tongue and on your palate for a little while, it finishes out strongly with the oak. The honey is still in there. The raisin comes back. And as all of that stuff kind of disappears, you get a little bit of white pepper, kind of a spice, a dry finish to it. And the apple comes back as well that you get on the nose. So overall, it's it's pretty interesting. It does have its problems. You've got to let it sit. You've got to let it kind of open up. You can't just pour a glass of it and drink it. You're going to hate it if you do. Um, but if you give it some time and work with it a little bit, it's actually a pretty nice bourbon. It costs about $43 for a fifth, depending on where you get it, somewhere between 40 and 45, and I'm going to give it an 83. Not one of my favorites, but it's not too bad. So, and it's um it's the first one I've had that actually requires some like care and feeding when you're actually trying to drink it. So, it's different, but there it is. Michter's US 1 straight kentucky purple all right bill do you have something for us
3: well i was uncreative this week and uh, didn't didn't pick up anything new so i'm not going to put anything in here but i'm i am enjoying a uh a, a nice uh, uh bozeman brewing company hop zone ipa <laughs> my go-to ipa here in montana and uh it's it's delicious as always and uh i'm pairing it tonight with a uh, gurkha vanquish cigar and uh Besides having to relight it a couple of times, it's uh, it's not a bad cigar. So, so uh, well, that's what I'm uh, that's what I'm doing now, and probably this weekend.
2: <laughs> All right, very good. Um, right now, CI is actually running a few specials, a couple of really good ones. There's one where you can get. I think this is only a 24 hour sale, so it's only for the people in the chat room if they happen to smoke cigars, because you're not going to be able to get to this if you are listening to this after the fact. But they're doing a 20 bundle of brick house with a lighter and free shipping for thirty four ninety nine. so that's pretty good if you want some brick houses and with that i think we've come down to the end so we should probably recognize the folks who were with us in the chat room tonight we had jim all the way from japan 7j1ajh we had cubicle nate we had jeremy kc0nuk and we had ted w-a-0-e-i-r Woo-hoo. yeah so thanks everybody for tuning in And listening to us live and uh, chatting with us and interacting. And you can do that too. All the information is on the website, lhspodcast.info. So check out our weekenders every two weeks. They come out on Thursdays. And we also have our regular Monday night episodes as well. Uh, The next one up is that pre-recorded interview. Don't miss out on that because it's a really, really good one. You're definitely going to want to hear it. Episode number 259. And uh, with that, I think we're just going to get on out of here. So thanks for listening once again. This is Russ, K5TUX.
0: I'm Cheryl,
1: W5MOO.
3: And I'm Bill, NE4RD73.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Linux in the Hamshack. LHS is a community-sponsored podcast. Our website is located at lhspodcast.info. You can support the program by visiting the LHS Patreon page of patreoncom Podcast or using the contribute link on the website. Get in touch via social media. The show has a presence on Google+, Facebook, Twitter, Discord and YouTube. Or you can drop an email to info at or record a voicemail at 1-909-LHS-SHOW. That's 1-909-547-7469. Visit the IRC channel, LHS Podcast, on the Freenode IRC network. Also visit the online merchandise store at shop.lhspodcast.info for fun and fashionable LHS merchandise. Become an ambassador and represent LHS at a Linux convention or ham fest email ambassadors at lhspodcast.info or visit the website for details. The podcast is recorded live every Monday night at 8 o'clock pm. Central Time. Connect to the stream at stream.blacksparrowmedia.net colon 8008 stroke LHS live. Until next time, over and out.